Welcome to Movie Reel. I'm Samantha Tomlinson. And I'm Kevin Tracy. Welcome back, folks. How's quarantine, Kevin? Uh, you know, pretty good. Uh, my, my job's keeping me somewhat busy when they call me in, but uh, for the most part, just doing what I can, watching some decent movies and trying to relax and kind of wait for, you know, this whole yeah. situation to kind of... And... You know, and yeah. My friends last week, uh, we watched, we all virtually together watched Hercules. Because, nice. well, one of them, apparently, she had said she hadn't seen Hercules. And I was like, what? Really? The Di- Let's clarify, the Disney Hercules, not the, the one, the recent one starring The Rock. The Disney one, just in case there was any yeah. debate. Wasn't there another Hercules movie like that came out like a year before the one with The Rock that had like... Oh, Kellen one of the guys, Lutz? Like, Twi- yeah, I, don't, I yeah, didn't yeah, see it, that. It, it had like some dude from Twilight in it or something. Yeah, I I haven't seen either. So, I don't yeah. know. I, I did see the one with Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and that one was kind of interesting because they have it set up. Like, the whole thing is that, um, like, Hercules and, like, his crew are basically, like, con men for the most part that do, like, all these, like, like missions, like, or, like, do, like, all these, like, bounties and stuff. It's like, and their stories have just been um, exaggerated to the point where, like, Oh, this guy's like the legendary son of Zeus, and he he killed this three-headed snake, and it was literally just a a couple of guys dressed up in like alligator skins. Like, oh yes, these these this deadly tribe of Amazons. It was just a woman that was just like a foot taller than, than <laughs> normal. <laughs> like, and okay. it, yeah, they're they're literally it's literally like they're just like common, and it's like you know what people just think I'm the son of Zeus. Like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say no, and then. At the very end of the movie, it's like, oh yeah, no, I am the son of Zeus, and it's like, so wait, why what? were you lying this whole time? It's like, what, what was were, the point of you guys lying about all this? He was pretending to, he was he was pretending to be the son of Zeus when he actually was. But like, did he know he was, or does he learn learn that he is? I don't. I, I don't even really know. I just, it was. I remember somebody. T- I saw this. I saw this so long ago. I remember ago too. somebody telling me that her like. I think it was like her brother or someone judged her for liking it, and I hadn't seen it, so I couldn't. But I, I more laughed at the. I kind of liked it. <laughs> like, okay, you're allowed to like things. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make you feel bad. Um, no, the, yeah. the, there was one f- really funny bit. There, there was this one character who was like, um, uh, who, who was like a. a Oh God, he was a an oracle, oh, so he okay. could he could see the future. And it's like, oh yes, I I know uh, that every battle I go to isn't the battle in which I will die because I have already foreseen my own death and uh, I will be pierced in the heart by a hundred arrows. So he literally like walks in front of this like arrow volley, arms stretched, and the only arrow that hits him hits like his staff. His like walking stick is like. Oh, that's disappointing. Because <laughs> he's like going into every battle like completely suicidal. It's like, do any of you guys have arrows? Like, nope. Well, then I know I'm not going to die today, and it just goes ham on everyone. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> just that whole huh, "I have foreseen my death." Put that on your your Bumble intro on your or your bio. <laughs> <laughs> it's like cool, or like two two the two truths and a lie, and that. <laughs> I have foreseen my own death. I shall be pierced in the heart by a hundred flaming arrows. Like, 
Cool. So it says you also like hiking. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, I love that. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So what movie are we talking about today? That's It's not Hercules, but it does start with an no. H. Yes, we are going to be covering the 1991 Steven Spielberg classic Hook, starring Robin Williams and Dustin Hoffman. So you you've watched this. Th- you watched it several times. You grew up with this movie, correct? Yeah, I I, I still have like a, a pretty well. Uh, oh God, I don't even know the right word. I, I have a pretty well preserved VHS copy of this movie. Oh, I thought you were gonna say VHS copy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I, I almost yeah. said DVD. Is like, no, it's not a DVD. VHS. <laughs> I yeah. Do you remember commercials when it was coming out on video and DVD? And now, yeah, I I still have like uh like some like DVDs that we have still have like those like before the movie previews of like coming soon to video and DVD. Yes, yes, I have those too. I actually buy. They're, they're usually yeah. like old like they're usually like old like Disney movies though. Yeah, I still I mean I buy DVDs and I buy Blu-rays and DVDs or I like it when it comes with both because Blu-rays play DVDs but DVD players don't play Blu-rays and yeah. my when I move out. I'm told my parents are going to let me take the Blu-ray player. So I'm have to make a, So I'm trying to make sure I have, I, I don't know. I like having both. Cause like, that's nice. I get the option. Yeah. I, honestly, I, I don't really like doing like digital downloads of movies. Cause if that somehow like it's corrupted or you can't access that, then it's like, well, what am I going to do? I have no way of accessing those movies. Like who am I going to call to like get that fixed or take care of? Whereas like, yeah, no, I, yeah. I, I, I really like having like a physical copy of like a movie where that whether that's like a v8 like i don't really watch like vhs tapes that much anymore yeah um but uh but yeah like dvd is like usually my go-to um i only have like a couple of blu-rays but yeah dvds are like my go-to um, i agree i i, I, I yeah I, I just love having like a physical copy of something i yes i i absolutely a hundred thousand percent agree i had to explain to my parents because i do col- i collect i collect movies and books and I kind of, I'm, I look for, there's sometimes like I am specifically looking for things and it's, it's usually something, so it's, sometimes it could be just as simply, I haven't seen this in a long time and I want to watch it or it meant, it meant something to me. Like I watched it a lot or I read this book a lot and I had to explain to my parents, I'm like, I'm aware that I could probably get any of all of these, any of these on like a, a digital copy or download it or whatever, but I don't know. To me, there's something very personal about owning it. Like, yes, like I could, yes, it's easier. There's movies that'll be on like Netflix and I might watch it when I own it. But like, there's something very, to me, very special and personal about actually owning a copy of the movie. So that's cool that you still have your copy of Hook. Like, yeah, I, I, I still, there's, I only, we don't have that many of our, like our old VHS tapes. Like a lot of them we, we like either donated or, or gave away to the goodwill, but we do have uh, a fairly decent amount of VHS movies. A lot of them are like old, like Disney movies that we like, that, that like I grew up with, like me and my sister. Um, like we still have like the Iron Giant, oh my uh, God. which is one that I, I, I do kind of want to cover oh, that for, for sure. a future episode. For sure. Um, genuinely love that movie um you know like a, a bunch of like old scooby-doo movies from the 90s yeah. like zombie island which is ghost I, uh i stuff like never that. i i have those now on, on, on dvd like i actively like <laughs> yeah, I search for them or i went uh yeah uh 
Yeah, I, I have. I think we still have VHS copies somewhere. I'll go to like uh, thrift stores and I'll see the people. There's VHS copies of whatever, and I'm just like, I'm 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 assuming some of these. It's like, oh, someone donated them because they don't need them anymore. And there's going to be that one movie that someone's going to buy because it's worth something. Like a lot of Disney yeah. movies, you could they're worth like thousands of dollars, and it's like. And my pa- and my parents don't get it. It was we were watching actually. It was a Big Bang Theory episode where they got something that was mint uh, mint condition, and Penny's like, "Why don't you guys play with it?" It's like because if you open it, it's worthless. And my parents didn't get it. And I'm like, I get it. If it's valuable, if it's worth something, that's all the more reason to keep it because then you have something that's so valuable. Like, unless yeah. you're desperate for money. But um, I you know. I I 100 agree with that, and I I cannot tell you the amount of times i'm like kicking myself as like a kid of just like all this like like cool like star wars stuff that i like opened up is like oh god this stuff is like like 10 years like tw- 20 years older than me and i just opened it and it's just like oh my god what was i thinking a, <laughs> it's like i were, wasn't because i was a you were a kid i was like and I, if, if i was a kid no one and told it's a toy you, but yeah and no one yeah. like it, but it, <laughs> if they cared yeah. but like but it, I'm like really kicking myself because it's like I looked it up and it's like it's like oh main condition of this figure it's like oh wow I have that I look it up it's like it's a thousand dollars like oh son of a bitch <laughs> oh god um yeah yeah uh I I cannot tell you how many times like I've like like stumbled upon like a rabbit hole of just like old like movies or stuff of just um like old VHS tapes that, that like we used to have is like, Oh, it's like the land before time. And it's like misconditions. Like we don't have like mint condition copies of it, but it's just like the collection of just all those movies, even on DVD is surprisingly expensive. Mm-hmm. VHS is going to be, and I feel, I'm, I'm wondering if VHS is going to be like vinyl today. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm worried. I wonder um, if it's going to make a comeback. Like it's going to be stylish. <laughs> no, I think the the stylish one is a laser disc because oh, not that many people right. even knew about that. Yeah. Like my my sister had never even heard of laser disc until like a year ago. Um, I didn't even know what laser disc was until God, I want to say like three years ago. Yeah, I just thought that was like like a made up thing in like a movie. I was just like, oh wow, I just got like the new laser disc. I'm yeah. gonna play this on my laser player because this is the future. It's just like, oh, okay, that's a cool made up thing. Yeah. It's like, oh no, this is real. Okay, yeah, sign me up. That sounds cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, um. So back to hook. Yeah. No. It, it, yeah. <laughs> Unless you but, have yeah, more no, talk having about like it. my. <laughs> yeah. No. The, yeah. My old VHS copy. I did not watch the old VHS copy. I managed to find a copy online. Um. Watch that and. I have not seen this movie in, I want to say, at least eight years. So my memory of it was a little hazy. And I forgot how depressing this movie was, to be honest. So I did not grow up with this movie. I vaguely remember, I think I remember commercials for it. Like it was playing on something or... Like I, I vaguely remember being like outside or I like see through the window. Like that's it's like Robin Williams fully as Peter Pan in the costume and his two kids are next to him. I vaguely remember that image, but like yeah, I hadn't. I I don't know. I, there's no good reason why I haven't seen this movie. I didn't as a I when I when I was a teenager, fine. I could I am to blame for not having seen certain movies. But when you're a kid, I didn't go out of my way to. Hey, can we? I it was just whatever my parents put on, 
And, you yeah. know, so I, I had no, but, um, when Robin Williams passed away and Netflix and everything was playing Robin Williams movies, this got, yeah. really, this was one Netflix and I attempted to watch it and I got to when <laughs> he first arrives at Neverland and I think I just, so 40 minutes in. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, Okay. It, it, it takes it takes a, it takes a really long time for him to get to Neverland. This this movie is really long, and the spacing, the like the the timing is, in my opinion, really slow. It's a it's a little too, it's a little too long for sure. I think there there were definitely yeah. there were scenes where there were there were certain scenes that I wish we had, and there were certain scenes that were not necessary, and there was some stuff where I was like. I don't know. Well, uh, but anyway, I, yeah, I got to wait 40 minutes in when he gets to Neverland. And I think I just, I don't know. I just lost interest. I didn't keep going. And then I <laughs> attempted it again a couple years ago. It went back on Netflix. And I, I, I thought I had gotten up to when he first meets the Lost Boys. And then I realized, because I'm like, I finally, I got up the last time. I got up to the scene when he's, they're all eating and he's like, what the hell? There's no food here. What are you guys doing? And then he gets oh, into yeah. like the, the imaginary food he, fight. He gets into the name calling battle with Rufio. Cause I remembered a little yeah, bit of Rufio. that, but I'm like, that's weird because I kind of remember this scene. I don't remember. There were a lot of scenes before then that I had no recollection of. So this was my, I was glad to watch this. I wanted to watch this cause I wanted to actually finish it. And but also it was a douchey. I think the reason I got, what the reason I stopped the last time, and I think maybe even the first time a little bit too, was because it was not. I think it wasn't an HD, and so it was just so bright. Like I felt like I needed sunglasses. Like the lighting was just something about it looked too. It did. I didn't like the way it looked visually, and I had to yeah, stop no, watching that, it. That, that that was one thing that I did really notice was um, the amount of like oversaturation and like lens flares you would see when uh peter pan is flying around towards like the end of the movie it is unnaturally unnaturally bright and uh Mm -hmm. even like when they're like in the cove there's just so many like reflective surfaces and metals that everything has a gleam to it yes that is just this like yellow everything has a gleam it was this it was like it wasn't even just like it was lit warm because things can be, it was like lit too warm. Like everything looked kind of had this yellowy tinge to it. And yeah. cause sometimes it, there's this perfect, you know, sweet spot where it's just a little bit warm enough that everything looks bright and vibrant, which I think I would have, I mean, I'm always, I, I'm ups, I love vibrancy. So I probably, I would have preferred that, but yeah, it, it was, yeah. it was, it was, uh, weird so I'm, I'm glad that i'm not the only one that noticed that i felt i felt like such yeah. a douche i'm like god it's too bright i can't watch this yeah no when, when when he first shows up in like the the pirate's cove with uh like captain hook and like his like band of pirates um like first of all the the set productions for this movie are spectacular oh my god like the, the, yes it is amazing what they were able to do in terms of the set the nursery i was obsessed with it was gorgeous. <laughs> like I just love the way the way it was designed. It was very like this, very innocent looking. The I will say it, it, it was very fantastic. Yes, even like the normal rooms were very much like this. Looks like something like ripped straight out of the pages of a story. Yes, book. Um, which I 
yeah, that was the thing that I noticed overall. There were a lot of th- uh, there were a lot of uh, elements that that they definitely ran with, like the uses of shadows as well as um, yeah, like the design for the nursery. There was just kind of magical essence to it, but there were also there were things that at first at first glance I'm like I'm not I don't really like this I'm not okay with this but then I realized no the whole idea is that Neverland grew and changed which I can't wait so like the Lost Boys are there's way there's there are too many Lost Boys there are way too many Lost Boys I like also also I I like sorry there's a scene in the movie where Captain Hook and Shmee have this huge like yeah Shmee uh (laughs) Smee, like Smee. <laughs> he, he, Bob, Bob Hoskins yeah. character. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, in 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 the captain's quarters, they have this like elaborate, like three D modeled map of the entire island of Neverland, and they said that like over the past like thirty years, they have yet to find where the Lost Boys are and like kill them all. But the Lost Boys are in like this giant like tree fortress that is overlooking the cove where the pirates are. How in the past thirty years have you not been able to find them? They wait, are right there wait, next to you. Wait a minute. They that's okay. That's something else that I did that didn't quite make sense because so so first of all, just the movie when the movie starts, it's um so Peter so Peter Pan is all grown up. Like, that's the idea. That's the concept. Yeah. And that's a really fun concept because to, to work with. And he's watching his daughter, him, his wife, uh, and their son. They're watching their daughter's school play where she's playing Wendy oh. in a play of Peter Pan. Yeah. And I was getting, and I was yeah. so getting confused because I'm like, so their last name is Banning. They are, they are the Bannings. And I was getting so confused. Yeah. I'm like, why? And then finally later, Wendy, she's like, so the wife, Peter's wife, her name is Moira. She is Wendy's granddaughter. So in the original Peter Pan, I love Peter Pan, by the way. I, I've always, it's always been a favorite. I love the book. I have three copies of the book and there's two more that I'm looking for <laughs> that I've read as a kid. <laughs> there's like like specific covers that I read as a kid that I'm looking for. Oh, okay. And um, so in the end of the original book, so yeah, the Lost Boys go go home to go to london with wendy michael john get adopted you know wendy peter comes to visit in the winter and wendy goes to neverland for spring cleaning and then she grows up and he comes and he takes her daughter jane which disney kind of ran with that in their uh peter pan sequel years ago and then yeah which all fairness i wasn't really a fan really i love that movie i loved that version but anyway uh Aside from that, um, yeah, they and then Jane grows up and has a daughter, Margaret. So according to the text, Moira should be Margaret, and that it was just kind of. I, and Moira comes from because Wendy's full name is Wendy Moira Angela. Like they just, they. I'm like, I mean, it doesn't. It didn't really matter that much, but until according to the text, she should be Margaret. Like that's where she is, and so apparently, Wendy explains later though that she used to tell these stories of, of Peter Pan and then she and, you know, they went to Neverland, whatever. And their neighbor, James Barry loved them so much that he wrote a book on it. And like, and I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. Like, cause they're trying to tie it all. Like 
because there's that in the beginning. I mean, as the audience, we know he's Peter Pan. We know she's the real Wendy, but like there's trying they're trying to do that whole like, oh, is it all just a story? Is it just like what's going on? And I was getting it, yeah. I was so glad that it got explained. And it did get explained at a really sweet time because Wendy was playing. So the kids are Jack and Matt, Maggie. And I believe so. Yes. And uh, Wendy's playing with Maggie. They're in like a Ford, and it, and she like explains the whole thing. And it was a nice, touching moment. I just like it came kind of late because I was so like I had so many questions. Yeah. There were I had questions. A lot of them did get answered, but they didn't come right away i had to wait yeah there were also a few confusing moments towards the end of the movie but we'll kind of get to those um as we go on when we get to that um i i do want to point out that um the the actress who plays um uh grandmother wendy is played by none other by maggie smith um who is phenomenal in this movie uh, she 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 knocks it out of the park like her and dustin hoffman i feel like steal every scene that they're in robin williams though is was great too he's always a good performer oh yeah no i'm I'm not saying that like he isn't any better than the rest but i feel like whenever like especially dustin hoffman or maggie smith like they are the center of this scene regardless of who the scene's about she was yeah and i i've always i for a long time i thought i hated wendy the idea of wendy and i realized why do i hate her there's no reason to hate her (laughs) i think i just wanted to because like she was so sweet and innocent then i realized no she's a, a she's a dreamer she's a kid at heart and she's yes she's mature but she keeps that with her and that's what i so like and yeah and she maggie smith Maggie Smith knocks it out of the park in any role, but I also noticed she was 56 at the time she did the movie. She looks, her makeup, she looks how she looks now. So it was pretty solid yeah, makeup. No, the, the, like, I don't know if like the, the makeup artists for that movie were psychic because they made her look exactly how she does today. And it is amazing. And it was, it also kind of threw me off because the music that was playing, it, it's, it's a John Williams score because it's Steven Spielberg, mm-hmm. because of course they're going to work together. Um, but the music that's playing when, when she's like talking to um, Peter, it sounds a lot like the score for Harry Potter. So it kind of threw uh, me for a loop of just like the amount of parallels between the two right now. It's that's like, funny. cause she's talking about, that's- cause she's talking about like, Oh, all the magic and fantasy is like, Huh, this looks familiar. That's funny. It's that <laughs> this is ten years before that comes out. That's crazy to think about. Um but yeah, actually Hook, so Hook is a it's a it's a seems like it's a family favorite for a lot of people. It's uh got a but according to Rotten Tomatoes and Flickster, audiences gave it like a seventy six while critics gave it a twenty eight percent. Um as well, but it also did get it did get five Oscar nominees. It didn't win anything, but it got nominated for set design, art direction, costume design, visual effects, makeup, and then like original song. Um, yeah, I thought the art design was really awesome, and the visual visual yeah, effects I, were I, I, it's, it's I, old. I can't really. Some of them looked okay. Some of yeah. them didn't age well. But I mean, I yeah, it, it, it was mostly Tinkerbell that were like the special effects. And that I've, was kind of hit or miss, especially when she's interacting with physical elements in the scene. It just seems like, oh, they're clearly like interacting with nothing. 
Um, I thought it, it didn't it, look it does... that bad to me, but yeah. It, uh... Yeah, like the, the, there were a couple times where they weren't like looking at their mark directly where oh. she was. They were just kind of, it, it just kind of looked like they were looking at something either right next to it or behind it. Uh, and it and it just kind of threw it off a little bit, and it, but it it's kind of hokey and it kind of works for the movie. But yeah, the the practical effects for this movie, um, especially the set design and uh, everything that uh, revolving around that and like the wardrobe, fantastic. I mean, Captain Hook, as flamboyant as he kind of looked in this in this movie, it it's probably one like one of the more iconic looks for Captain Hook. He's just got like this very regal like headdress, uh, giant like hat. He he looks exactly like how he does in the old um, Disney cartoon, just mm-hmm. like full like red like dress robes, like the giant like uh, judge kind of like powdered wig hair. Um, I mean it, it's black hair, but still yeah. like it's 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 a giant wig, the giant curly, like 1920s, like dick dastardly mustache. <laughs> yeah. Um, this movie though, it's, it's kind of, it's funny because so Spielberg at the time was not thrilled with how, like when it came out, he wasn't really thrilled with the final version. Uh, I know like Julia Roberts apparently was a nightmare to work with and they called her Tinker Hell. And on, <laughs> I, I have heard that and on yeah. IMDb, uh, she apparently, while I don't, I guess it was while they were shooting, she, uh, and I didn't even know this, she and Kiefer Sutherland, I guess, were in a relationship. They were engaged. The engagement, it fell through. And she went, she escaped, went to Ireland to escape paparazzi. And Spielberg had to, like, you know, get the fuck back here. Like, and I get you're mad. I get you're upset and in pain, but like, you're also working. So, and also, I don't know. Yeah. I, I kind of sort of hated Tinkerbell, to be honest. I didn't really like this version of her. And there were, a, I don't want to get into it. We'll get there. But like, there were just certain things that happened where I'm like, I was not down with. I was like, what the fuck? Um, we'll get there. But yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There were a lot of moments with Tinkerbell that either like made scenes last way longer than necessary. That could have been fixed with a simple explanation on her part. Her- or, and, and then there was just like, yeah, the like elements that she introduced that were not necessary or needed in any way whatsoever that just kind of dragged the movie out way longer than necessary. It's because she talks. Because she, she Tinkerbell doesn't talk. Yeah. She just has like these, she, be, like, she, uh, sounds like a bell. Like, and obviously, like, Peter can understand her. And, but the whole point is that, why she's such a fun character is because it's all in her behavior and her facial expressions. And it just pissed me off that she was very nice and warm. And as well as she talks because she's just offering up exposition to Peter. So, uh, so yeah, when we, when we, anyway, backtracking, when we start the movie, uh, yeah, Peter, He's a, I didn't even realize he was a lawyer until he said it. I thought he was just generic business guy, but he's kind of yeah, a, it, it was, he was thrown in there. It was very unclear what he did. Yeah. He's just a, uh, he's a workaholic and he's constantly, like, he's on the phone during his daughter's play and he, he has to, and he's like, okay, I'll be there tomorrow. And the son is like, but it's my baseball game tomorrow, which he ends. He's like, oh no, I'll be there. I'll be right there. And of course he misses it. And right after the game, it cuts to them. They're flying to London 
because uh, Granny Wendy is being honored for she started this whole she, she's opening up an orphanage hospital because I guess the idea is like you know the the lot you know help the lost boys find family as well as hundreds yeah. of other kids and they're flying on and it's so Peter hates flying and he hates heights which I mean I don't I I mean I I know like I I wasn't I had an issue with that but like. I understand being afraid of heights, but when you're on a plane, is being afraid of heights a thing when you're on a plane? Because it's not like you're... I, I don't know. I, I feel like it's part... Well, I mean, I, I'm mildly afraid of heights, so yeah. I, I feel like I mean, I flying and, and heights... Like, I'm not necessarily fl- afraid of flying, um, and I'm like, I'm perfectly fine. I'm perfectly <laughs> fine. I'm perfectly, I'm perfectly fine uh, flying in a plane, um, not necessarily great when I'm like on like the roof of a building. Yeah, because you can see like everything. Whereas if you're in a plane, yeah. you can not sit next to the window, and you know. Yeah. No, no, and even then, if I sit next to the window in a in a plane, I'm I'm fine. I actually think that's really cool. I agree. I, find I always have to sit so by much. the window. Yeah, I, <laughs> oh yeah, I, everybody does. Um, but no, I, I feel like it's just kind of like not necessarily a rational fear for that. So I feel like it was kind of like a, a fun choice to kind of fully emphasize the fact that like, Oh, this guy can't be Peter. It just, I thought, yeah. I thought it was kind of like a yeah. fun choice to kind of make him seem a little bit more like the exact opposite of Peter yeah, yeah. At, as much as possible. It's like, Oh, he's like a workaholic asshole and he's a horrible father and he's afraid of flying. It's like, Oh, okay. So this clearly isn't Peter even though it is he, and it's like okay that's a fun twist but he um is sitting but he's like clutching the seat and so i thought oh he's afraid of flying and then later he says he's afraid of heights and i'm like i mean okay like that didn't it, to me that's a that's a separate that's a different fear than how he was his behavior but um anyway so maggie they're on a, they're on this flight Maggie shows him, she, or no, Jack drew a picture and Maggie was showing it to her dad of the plane crashes. Everybody has a parachute except Peter, which is damn like, uh, yeah. And so Peter asks him why, like, why not have a parachute? And because he's mad at him because he never, he has enough time for him. He doesn't make time for him. And, uh, he then, I guess, is like tossing up like a baseball and, or no, he's like, He's tossing it and Peter's worried yeah, he, he's going to break the window. He's like, what? No, it's not. And then he tosses it and it hits the roof and like the air mass fall out. And he, okay, th- this, he says like, when are you going to stop acting like a child? And Jack's kind of laughing. He's like, I am a child. Like, what the hell are you talking about? And then Peter tells him to grow up. And my issue with this is that's a big thing. Peter Pan, I mean, Peter Pan is telling somebody to grow up. And it was this weird ass cut because it was on Jack, but we saw Peter's hands like pointing at him, and I was like, "What? What?" It was just such a weird cut, and I'm like, "Why? Are you really trying to tell me that this was was this the only usable cut? Like, why is it such a weird? Like, I wanted to, it should have seen his face or his facial expression, or at least both of them, not just not just Jack, because that's a that line is a it's bigger for Peter." to say as opposed yeah. for jack to hear like that's not where the focus should have been it, yeah it, it it really yeah it's really should emphasize peter saying that because this is 
why he's the way he is and why he's kind of a horrible person. He grew up into something that for the most part, everyone kind of despises. Like even his wife kind of, uh, like we don't really see like a whole lot of reactions from his wife from the most part, but from what the glimpses that we do see, she is kind of disappointed that he is breaking his promise uh, with his son and uh, kind of disappointed his daughter a, a little bit too. Yeah. It definitely focuses more on the relationship with uh, him and the son, the daughter, because the daughter just seems to have, and the, you know, it, it, she's the in, symbol of innocence and, she has total belief. Like when they arrive, first of all, it is it is Christmas apparently, and there is no indication before they arrive that it's Christmas. And I was thinking of this because at the there's a there's a scene. Jack has a baseball game. Baseball is not in December. I mean, I don't know. I'm pretty sure Little League isn't in December, but I could be wrong. But there was no... Uh, I mean, I don't know. But even then, aside from that, there was no decorations anywhere. And there was just no indication that it was Christmas until they land in London. I'm like, it's Christmas? Yeah. Unless that was a, unless that was a really long uh, plane flight. Yeah, yeah, it was like three months. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, they arrive in London. And in the shots they used for London were really gorgeous because it did kind of make it look very, they were trying to make it look, recreate like images from the original, like Peter Pan book, which I thought was really nice. Um, But they, they go to, they're at Wendy's house and Maggie asks the mom, like, is granny Wendy the real Wendy? And the mom's like, Oh yeah. And the dad's like, no, no. Like he, which is like, he, cause he's very like, no, I'm very serious. and very, whatever and the mom is of course is you know they're kids like let them play into the you know let them let them let like humor them they're your young kids uh just another scene of showing the dynamic between the two um but when we oh so we also we meet i didn't realize because i didn't i don't know if they said the name or if i missed the name but uh toodles who was one of the lost boys yeah. oh yeah is living yeah, with Wendy. Uh, it's like cousin Toodles. Yeah, I didn't hear the name for a long time until maybe they said it and I just missed it. But it wasn't until uh, Maggie was holding a paper flower, and she's like, "Toodles made it for me," yeah. and I'm like, "What? Like, was it just was it Wendy? Was yeah. it because you guys were playing and Wendy made it and said it was from Toodles? Like, so yeah, Toodles. So the original Lost yeah. Boys. Toodles of the original Lost Boys uh, in the original Peter Pan. And he, I love his, he's running around. He's acting very, he, he seems just like a crazy, crazy old man. And he's like, I lost Yeah, he's like, I've lost my marbles. That was cute. Yeah, I've lost my marbles. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, when, when I gr- was growing up and watching this for the longest time, I thought he was either John or Michael. I, I thought he was uh, one of the, the brothers. And it's like, oh, like, who's this guy? It's like, why are they... Like, why are they not calling him John or Michael? Like, where's the other one? Um, there was no explanation I, on I never, that, I, what happened to yeah, them. Yeah, I, I never, yeah, I, I never got, like, the connection that, like, oh, this isn't one of them. This is a lost boy. That that thought never crossed my mind when watching this as a kid. There, there like, needed to, I, 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 there, yeah, there needed to be, I, in the beginning, it was like, it was more like, not quite an Easter egg, but just, ha Easter egg because it's almost Easter. But um, <laughs> but uh, oh yeah yeah we're we're filming this the day before Easter, folks. So, happy Easter, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Happy Easter. Um. Uh. But like he, yeah. I. It. There was just no. There could have been like a. Oh, guys, it's it's my my good friend, my good my cousin Toodles. You guys remember too? Like there was no interjection. It was just like he was just in the background and I'm like, who is this old guy? He opened, well, when he first meet him, he opens the door and screams and closes it and slams it in their face. And it's like, okay, <laughs> sure, sure. It's like, yeah, why not? And I was getting just so mixed up because they're walking in the house and Moira's just so excited. Moira's just like, my God, Peter, this is the house we grew up in. And I, so I thought that they were like raised together and they kind of sort of were, we learn later. So, he gets he got adopted at like 12 13 which also where are his parents did they die like we never find out anything about his adopted parents other than that he says in a line of dialogue i was adopted that never comes back yeah and uh yeah yeah it, yeah they're only mentioned in a single like line of dialogue in one scene and that's it and so i thought like oh maybe they were just raised together and like wendy raised him which would be kind of which is interesting which would have made so much sense though especially because wendy when she was in neverland she was the mother to the lost boys so it would have made sense if that's what they did they should have just done it that way um because i was wondering i'm like where did he get this last name like did they just yeah 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 it's like 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 that's not her name is it um (laughs) and uh so it's not yet. So we we don't get the whole explanation on about it until later. And so when they arrive, Peter is still very like he's on the phone. There's some deal going on, and he's so mad. He's like, I should have stayed until like the deal was done or whatever. And um, oh wait, there's this one scene I really loved it. It's when Peter first goes into the nursery. But like based on, and I thought based on the way he's acting, yeah. I thought maybe he was. So he doesn't have any recollection of Neverland. He says like his mind, it's like everything's blank up until he was like adopted. And I actually had, I was like so confused. And then I remember something, I remembered something and I actually went on Pinterest to find the line. There's a, in the original Peter, because in the original (laughs) Peter Pan, there's the whole thing of, you know, don't say goodbye means, let me, let me find it. But it was essentially, if you leave Neverland, it's not just that you grow up, you grow up and you forget. So. Yeah. That, that, that was one thing that I, I kind of picked up on as a kid. It was, um, because, because that was something that, uh, I felt like was never fully explained, uh, in the movie of once you leave, you, you kind of forget about it the longer you're away. So the line, yeah, the um, line is never say goodbye because saying goodbye means going away and going away means forgetting. But I think the idea is supposed to be like, it's supposed to be it's like, if you grow up, you're going to forget. But Wendy grows yeah. up and she remembers. So I think the idea is supposed to be that she is just such a hardcore believer of Peter Pan or the fact that she's still a child at heart. I, it's one of the two. Uh, I think it's that one, the latter. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, didn't, didn't explain I, yeah, it yeah, I, I feel like that that's something. Yeah, I, yeah. No, there, there were a few things in this movie. I felt like they they could have explained a bit better, like that being one of them. And one of them was um, whether or not if this whole sequence of Robin Williams in Neverland was a dream or not, because they make it seem that this was all a dream because he gets blacked out drunk like the night before he gets like taken by tinkerbell and then he like wakes up out in the snow 
Um, but then he's, but then he run, and, climbs up. Yeah, and then but he the like kids fly yeah, into and, the room. So yeah, and, and then he like sees like a couple like the pirates just kind of like it was like, oh hey, how was your night? It's like what the hell is? It? And there were like a couple moments to make it seem that like oh this isn't real, like this is a dream, and then there were a few elements that was like oh no, this actually happened, and these are just people that you saw in the real world that you just put in here, and it just it it, it made. it was kind of confusing to kind of follow it of like, is this supposed to be a dream or is this really happening? Or is it like, it it was kind of hard to follow at times when, when they kind of did that. Yeah. Because the, if he, if he had woken up in the room with the kids, then it would have been more of that. Oh, like it was all a dream. But the thing is, and so the, so that's, I'm, like pretty sure that's in the book it's definitely it's been a while since i've read it um but in the have you seen the 2003 live action peter pan with jeremy <sighs> sumter and jason isaacs we need to do it it's really i i love that I, adaption I, I think i think i saw it like like a little bit of it a long time ago i i have yeah. like zero memory of it now yeah it's a i love that adaption and i think jason isaacs captain hook is really awesome but so there's this whole like the parents are just or the mother is like in sitting in the room, asleep in a chair, like almost kind of delirious, just like waiting for her kids to come home. And so that's kind of like Moira when we went at the end. Yeah. She's sitting in the chair, just waiting for the kids. And, and then, you know, they, they come back and it's the same as in the, they get into the beds and then they're like, we'll surprise her. And then, Hey mom, we're home. But like, yeah, they fly. They're trying to make it. They were trying to make it like, Oh, was this a dream through Peter Pan? But then the kids fly into the room and then to, I mean, spoiler toodles. He get uh, Peter gets his marbles from Neverland and toodles then flies, which is really, which is a really sweet ending, but yeah. it just kind of, there were more, there wasn't enough evidence to even, I never once thought, oh, is this a dream? I more was like, wait, why is he asleep in the middle of the park in the snow wearing his original clothes? Like, I was more like, that doesn't make sense as opposed to thinking that, oh, it's not real. It was not executed very well. Yeah, there were several moments like that. And and one thing that I felt come completely out of nowhere, or another thing that was not like fully explained was later on in the movie um uh captain hook is trying to turn pan's kids against him like make them love hook more than they love peter pan's like that's the ultimate form of revenge in his mind it's like okay that sounds good on paper let's see how well that gets executed his daughter is completely resistant so he focuses on jack and he has him play like around a baseball he makes him win have a home run makes him like the star of the game like mvp and like Jack absolutely loves Hook for that and they they like do some bonding and like later on he's dressed up completely like Captain Hook and then he sees his dad and he has no memory of him whatsoever. It's like, so wait, does does you staying yes. in Neverland make you forget about your dad or something like that? Like so it, like because his daughter sees yeah. him and he and she remembers him like completely. It's like, Dad, why are you dressed like that? And just it, it made no sense like wait why does his son not remember his own father it does yeah in so i remember in the so in the 2003 peter pan 
there's a part where Wendy basically says something to the, cause they've been there for too long. And she says, who's your mother? And uh, one of her brothers is like, you are, they don't really remember. That's what you, it's kind of like, yeah, you forget about what you left behind as well as you forget about Neverland when you leave it. But um, that like, they had been there for at least a couple days, maybe a couple weeks in like, like in the Disney version, I remember I, it never made sense to me because they, the same thing kind of discussion kind of happens where they're like, Wendy, you're our mom. It's like, and I remember as a kid, that didn't really make sense to me because according to what we, the events, it has only been maybe like a day. It doesn't really make sense. They haven't been there long. That's and hook was no exception. I felt like it didn't, it didn't the whole forgetting was not clear at yeah. all yeah i was so I, confused I, I, i'm like why does he not remember like it didn't it it didn't i felt like it wasn't very it was never I, you could kind of play up that oh peter grew up and just fell into this trap and he really grew up and kind of lost his true self and that's why he forgets okay it doesn't make sense why jack doesn't remember yeah because um, because yeah. when Peter Pan like gets like all of his memories of like him being Peter Pan. He forgets that like he has a kid. That was like, bullshit. He, he, that yeah. didn't make any sense either. I was like, what the hell? Yeah, he yeah, yeah. He Ugh. he forgets that like he had a life outside of Neverland and like his whole reason of him even like trying to remember how to fly and all that. It's just like how why does everyone forget? Like I don't understand. That, that also didn't make they should have just done nothing with that. Cause that made no sense either. I'm like, he finally gets a happy thought. So throughout yeah, he's trying to learn to fly. He finally gets his happy thought, which is the day he became a father. And that yeah. makes him fly. And then he immediately forgets. And I'm like, what? That doesn't make any sense. Like, why do how do you that's the reason that's your happy thought? How do you forget? That doesn't make sense. So yeah. that was not uh, oh, yeah. again. That was something else. that was not executed well either. Um, yeah, and, and that and then that scene gets completely sidelined by a completely unintroduced mm. and unexplained and undeveloped uh, one-sided romance from Tinkerbell to Peter Pan. Fuck that! I was so pissed off. I was like, I literally was like, "What the fuck?" It's I was like, not okay with that, that at all. It came like, out of it came completely out of nowhere. See, it's that like, was another reason. Yeah, Tinkerbell loves Peter, and she definitely has a jealous side because he does spend time with like Wendy and all these other. But like, it's not a ro- it, it. It's I that I was not okay with that at all. And she kissed him, and I'm like, what? And then, it because they wanted to have the line of, I have to get my kids, I have to go back, I have another life. And it's like, that was, you know, it could have just been he finally remembers, and then maybe just, I don't know, it, he remembered, and I thought, oh, the movie's gonna wrap up soon, because he's gonna, he can fly now, he can go save his kids, and then... No, there has to be more. There has to be more of a reason for him to go. Which, like, no, there there doesn't need to be. We have his reason for yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. It's like you have the perfect reason. You're trying to save your children and bring them back home. And also, th- this is one thing that we never um, introduced is um, when his children initially get kidnapped. The inspector that is um, <laughs> helping them out is none other than Phil Collins. <laughs> saw they have a bunch of weird there's a bunch of weird cameos so phil collins yeah is the inspector yeah and uh, uh, he shows up after uh yeah the uh, kids have been kidnapped which i actually really like that scene that whole something's off and 
Tootles is like, he has this little rhyme of like, Hook is back. Like I, I thought the beginning of this movie, I really liked the first like act I thought was really great. And the inspector comes and then Tinkerbell comes convince. Yeah. Peter's drunk, oh, which he oh, had like oh. one glass. Yeah, I, I I do want to point out one thing is that when Phil Collins is explaining, it's like it's like okay, we'll 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 look into it, and he says is like, oh, it was probably just a prank or something. Your kids will probably be right back. It's like there are children missing, there are gashes in the wall, there are signs of fourth century. What part of this sounds like a prank? And yet, there's a note from Captain Hook saying, "Hey, come get your kids. I took them." Yeah. Um, I did. Yeah, I love that it's whole like, sequence. It's though. like, what part of that sounds like a prank? What kind of, don't have, note to self, don't have Phil Collins investigate the disappearance of your children. <laughs> That's probably a meme somewhere. Oh, um, it, it needs to be now. But, uh, so yeah, then Tinkerbell shows up, and again, she's just there. She's this version, this character of Tinkerbell is mainly to give Peter exposition because he has no memory of any of this, and she's walking on him. And there's like feet marks, like black feet marks, because her feet are dirty. It's like, okay. But then when she was walking around the like dollhouse, there's no feet marks anywhere. I noticed that. And it's like, that doesn't, well, okay, continuity. She ends up, uh, oh, and then she, they pay homage to the Broadway version where uh, she, he says, I don't believe in fairies. And she says, if you say that a fairy dies, he's like, I don't believe in fairies. And then she falls down and she's like, if you believe, clap. And so then he claps. And I was like, okay, okay. And then um, she takes him off to Neverland and uh, Toodles is the only one that seems to witness this. I'm amazed at how strong she is that she's able to carry a grown man by like wrapping him up in a bed sheet. And then they arrive in Neverland and she has him disguise himself as a pirate. And again, it was... I was just kind of thinking if they had stuck with the original Peter Pan with the original Tinkerbell, um, it would have been really fun, funny to watch her for, you know, because it could have been the same scene, but maybe she's like, I don't know, flying around and like her punching his leg to make him limp. Or like if it was, there was no dialogue, it would have been really fun to see. But um, one of the, so anyway, he finds his kids and, they're yeah they're they're like kidnapped by captain hook and there is another pirate that he says someone captain hook comes out he's like someone's here is not shouldn't be here and everyone's yeah, so, and, someone isn't loyal and there's this other pirate and it's glenn close yeah a yeah pa- it's glenn close and like close. A, a like a patchy Actors, like glenn close. A blonde yeah blonde beard and he's like Oh, this is also like one of like the darkest moments in the movie. It's like, let's like send him to the boo boo box. It's like the what? And they literally just take her or him, throw him in a chest, lock it, and then they open a compartment and then put a couple live scorpions in there. It's like what? Damn! It's like what the hell? <laughs> this is a kids movie. That's some that's some dark stuff right there. And uh, you finally Peter like. And then, I don't know, uh, Hook, like, shows off the kids, and Peter, like, finally has, he's like, those are my kids! And he, I look, he's like, Captain Hook, you better have an attorney on hand. Like, he's, like, <laughs> so, like, okay, and that was, and that was when he says he's a lawyer, and I'm like, he's a lawyer? Like, I thought he was just business guy. Like, it was not very clear what his job was. And oh, I, I, the seats- to, to, to me, it made, they made it seem like, oh, like, you better get, like, he was threatening to, like, hire a lawyer uh, to fight against 
Captain Hook, and he's saying hey, like you should do the same as well. Like that's that's what it seemed yeah. like I was getting out of that scene. And Hook is like, "This isn't Peter. There's no way this is Peter." And that's what I made didn't make a ton. So Hook, I thought like doesn't Hoffman gave like a I wasn't really anything against his performance. I just felt that the thing about Captain Hook is I I there are there's another version of him. Uh, I haven't read all of them, but Peter and the Star Catchers, it's kind of like a prequel to Peter Pan. And in that version, again, it's been a while since I've read, I've read those. Um, and I've only read the first like two, but uh, it's not, his name isn't Hook. It's like Blackstash. And it's, <laughs> it's the same character, but it, I think, but uh, he, to me, I remember reading it and he came off like, he came off like so, kind of a moron because he was trying so hard to have this clever, brilliant plan, like the plan to end all plans. And it, it just, it came off to me as like, he's trying so hard to create conflict as opposed to it being there. And this captain hook was kind of doing the same thing. Like, okay. He, he knows that Peter Pan is gone and he grew up and he knew where to find him and he knew where to find his kids Oh, okay and yeah, I'm just al- like, also it's like why? How did he, how, you... it's like also how did he know how to do that was he just like staking out wendy's house for the past 30 years it's like that that they made it seem very unclear of how and when he was able to figure out that these are pan's children it's like th- that would mean that he would have had to have been watching them for an extended period of time by sending pirates or someone to watch them and that was, and was like that was very unclear yeah. of like how he knew like how he figured out the opportunity to come up with this like stupid like like this this really like stupid revenge scheme that ultimately went Thank nowhere you. like he, he he had no like like backup plan for this like all right i'm going to kidnap his his children and force him to fight me it's like well i knew where his kids were but i clearly didn't know like he knew nothing that like this this man that yeah. did not know he was pan was Pan because he, he's like, who are you? Is like your Pan. Like he was surprised that Robin Williams was Peter Pan. It's like, wait, you knew who his kids were, but you didn't know who Pan was. It's like where? Made, yeah, it's like that. Yeah. Like where was that backup plan? Did did your men not tell you? It's like, oh yeah, like Pan's kind of like a, a washed up alcohol or workaholic, not an alcoholic. Alcoholic. <laughs> it didn't. Yeah, it didn't. Uh, yeah, I agree. I just I felt like okay, he wants revenge i guess it's still because he cut off his hand which is kind of the yeah that's the trigger that's always been the trigger like he wants revenge on that yeah but it just seems like he was going so out of his way and then he wants this whole he said he he had promised because he had promised oh this will be the war to end all wars it's like why was it gonna be just you versus peter was it gonna be peter versus you and the pirates for the lost boys gonna be on it why would this be the war of all wars like there was no, it, it didn't, it didn't really make any sense. And so, but uh, he basically says he, Peter tries to save his kids and he climbs up the, the, know, the, the rigging, the, of, the, the rigging of the ship. He climbs, he climbs up and they're in like a, like a snare trap, like, or like a, you know, classic, like rope, whatever cap. And he's trying to reach for them and they're trying to reach for him. And he's like falling off. Basically he can't do it. And Jack is like, come on, like you can do it. And, and then later though, but then later Joe Jack's like, he didn't even try. And I'm like, I mean, he 
tried. Yeah, he could have. He could have tried a little more, but also yeah. he couldn't do it. Also, I do want to point out, like climbing like a rigging of a ship is like it, it's exhausting. way more it's way more tiring than than it, it actually looks because you yeah because every like thing that you're putting on it sinks down so you have to like put in like that extra like effort like actually climbing all the way to the top of like a rigging to like the crow's nest is actually really difficult and um a lot of the times like like back in the days when like there were like these long like voyages and someone needed to climb all the way to the top of the crow's nest it wasn't uncommon for uh sailors who weren't as experienced to fall to their deaths from the rigging just because their bodies would just be so exhausted from climbing so high up oh damn it, it was it's like oh like that actually makes sense that he was actually really tired to get up there because robin williams is like his character like he he's like not out of shape but he's not like in like his prime so it makes sense that like yeah he's exhausted climbing all the way up to like like i don't know like the halfway point of this like uh wooden or this uh rope rigging to climb up to the top yeah and I agree that because they wanted to play up like, oh, he didn't save them, but he did try to save them. But then he also he's trying and then he falls off yeah. and they're about to throw him overboard. And then Tinkerbell basically makes a deal with Hook saying, give me three days and I'll get him in shape. And I'm like, OK, I like if anything, it would have just made more sense for, you know, Peter escapes and then. And then they, like, he wants to go save him, but Tinkerbell's like, no, we gotta get you into shape first. Like, he's not gonna kill your kids yet, because he wants to fight you. He wants to kill you more than the kids. So, like, it didn't, and, uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> but, like, he, uh, she, like, has him make a deal, like, oh, three days, I'll get him into shape, and then you'll have your war. And they have this deal, and I'm like, he could just kill him. He wants, does he want revenge or does he want a big show? He's I, like I think, Loki. I, like, <laughs> yeah, he like, yeah, no, like I, I kind of understand it's just like, he, he wants revenge, but he does also kind of wants to make it sporting. Cause it's like, he's been like fantasizing about this for like the past 30 years. And he doesn't want it to just end on like this really like depressing note of like, wow, I just killed a middle-aged man in the middle of a midlife crisis. I'm a winner. <laughs> it, 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 I mean, it, it, it poses no challenge. And Peter Pan at this point poses absolutely no threat. So that killing him now proves is, proves no point of how awesome he is. It's like, yeah, I just killed like my only enemy. There was no fight yeah. whatsoever. I just kidnapped his children and I just stabbed this like overweight middle-aged man. It's like, <laughs> all right, that was, a um, Monday. that was my Monday. <laughs> So then, so then Peter, uh, he's like on the plank and he falls off and he, he's like tied up and he gets to the bottom and then these mermaids show up. And I really love the design for the mermaids. They have, uh, you know, brightly colored hair. They're wearing makeup and I love mermaids. So I, I, I've always loved mermaids. So I was like, yeah. And, um, there was, okay, this was weird. They, so they, okay. So they each like kiss him, but they're like giving him air. That's how it, or at least that's what I thought. That's how it looked. Yeah, they, and they, then they, yeah, they, were, they were giving him air, but he was basically like cheat kissing with his wife. Uh, uh, his wife was like, "What the hell's going on right now?" It's like he. <laughs> I remember. He then, I remember uh, watching this as a kid. It's it, like, but wait, he has a wife. Like that doesn't seem right. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, that's, you're right. Um, <laughs> like even I, as like, and, even as a kid, it's like huh, something seems fishy here. What? Pun intended. Uh, but then they like just put him on this like shell, and then it cuts, and you see this shell just in air being pulled up, and I'm like. What? I thought this was a completely ira- I thought this was completely a different scene. No, it's the shell is connected to a rope and someone's just pulling him up. And it's like, we didn't see him we needed to see him come out of the water or it to at least move and go up a little. It just was him sitting, and then it cuts to the next scene, it's like he's several, several, several feet above the water being pulled out. And I'm like, yeah. what? Like it, it didn't it there was it was a weird jump. Um he then Tinkerbell takes him to the uh, Lost Boys hideout, which I gotta say, referring back to what you said about he uh, Hook can't. But did he say that? Is that a line? He says he can't find where they're. Yeah, laying. it's like yeah. He he basically says like as soon as I like find the the hideout of the Lost Boys, I'll I'll kill every single one of them. And it's just like which they're they're they're, they're neighbors. <laughs> like in the past thirty years, this island is not that big. I mean, yeah, it's a it's a big island, but it's an island. You, you should be able to it, yeah. cover that. And you are all, you have an army of like fully armed adults with weapons and you kill yeah. each other all the time. Like you, you're, you're actively like for murder. And you have like said in the past that you have killed lost boys. How have you not been able to find these like 50 lost boys who are especially in this because, tree fort? <laughs> especially because unless they... Unless they moved, which was never... I don't remember them ever mentioning that. I, I, yeah, no, they, it's, it, it's never fully they, like implied that Hook they did. Found, Hook found their hideout. That was the whole, like, Tinkerbell said, I drank poison for you. It was because Hook uh, as a, sent as a, like, a gift, and it was poison to Peter Pan at the hideout. Like, he knows the hideout. Like, that's... And I was wondering, like, are we supposed to believe, like, in the... Did, did, like, Wendy and Mike, did none of them deal, like, ne- like end or, like, kill Hook? Or was that just in the book version in this world that James Barry had, pe- had Hook uh, killed? I, it didn't- I, I, I think that, like, the book version is supposed to be, like, an exaggerated version of, like, the events yeah. of this one uh, that were just embellished by, like, the author. Uh, because yeah. it, it doesn't feel like they fully match up with what has happened to the events in in this movie. Um, yeah. So I feel like they're just two separate uh, stories that just both exist yeah. in the same canon. Um, yeah. If that makes any sense. But I also yeah, feel no, like no. the like the Lost Boys don't move at all because uh, towards the end of the movie, when Pan uh, like gets his like happy thought back, he finds like in this like. Uh, hollowed out tree stump of like all of their initials like some like the original lost boys like john michael and wendy and him and he like falls into it and it's like all their like happy thoughts like all their like toys and trinkets like uh michael's like teddy bear like his uh like thimble that like oh wait yeah i thought that i thought that was michael's teddy bear but i also was like first of all there this i would have liked we got this flashback scene around this time where he's explaining to Tinkerbell, he's like, Oh yeah, uh, you found me as a baby and you took me to Neverland and the teddy bear is his. And I'm like, okay, fine. Sure. Oh yeah. I thought oh, that okay. was Michael's. Okay, yeah, no, I, that would have made more yeah. sense because that's what he was known to have with him. But, um, 
But anyway, uh, so they get to the Lost Boy hideout, and it's several, it's not like, it's not like the Disney movie where it's just, like, one tree. It's like, it's like a whole little, it's like several trees. It's like a giant tree house, which I gotta say, I did kind of like the design of that. Like, there's that scene of the Lost Boys, like, saying goodnight, and they each, like, blow out their candle in their own little, like, cubby essentially i thought i thought the design was cool but there's the scene where all the lost boys show up and they're like chasing peter because i think he's a pirate yeah he, and, he is an adult and they don't trust it so they they try to like home alone murder him um there's and there's a yeah. fucking skateboard park yeah and i'm like what there's a skateboard ramp and i'm like because it's the 90s everything needs to be radical and tubular yeah i was just so confused and then i realized that was kind of the idea they were going for because like all the lost boys all of their costumes they're not very consistent and i'm like oh because they all come from different time periods but some of them are clearly too old to be lost boys and there's one of them that's dressed like james dean and i saw that (laughs) i'm like why is james dean among the lost boys that doesn't make sense yeah but, they, but it's yeah. like they range from like six to like 16. 14. Yeah. 16. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, like the leader of the Lost Boys, who is clearly like the oldest one there, is uh, Rufio, played by Dante Bosco, who is an actor that I genuinely admire. Um, I absolutely love his work in um, Avatar Last Airbender. He was the voice actor for um, Zuko in that, which is a show that you definitely need to watch. Um, Okay. I absolutely love that show. I actually met, um, I didn't meet Dante Bosco, but I did meet a couple of the other uh, voice actors who uh, were the voice actors for um, Toph and Sokka, and I was able to get their autographs um, signed on my cool. <laughs> on my collection for After Our Last Airbender. Um, so it was really cool. I just, I really want to try to get Dante Bosco and like try to get like at least the trifecta of the three, my three favorite characters. I didn't realize, I'm, I'm, I'm looking him up now. He has an interesting... He had an interesting career. Yeah, he, he was also okay. the voice actor for um Jake Long in American Dragon Jake Long. The uh Oh yeah, the, which also there there were there were two shows that came out at the same time that were the exact same show. One was on Disney and one was on Cartoon Network, and they both revolved around an Asian American teenager in high school who fought magical creatures alongside a talking dog with the help of their uh grandparent. And they had to keep their this magical life secret from their normal life. And uh, they had an annoying sibling that also was a help and a hindrance at times. Both these shows Wait, were the was... exact same show. One was... Jake Long and what else? Yeah, it was American Dragon Jake Long. And the other one was The Life and Times of Juniper Lee. They were the exact okay. same show. <laughs> they, okay. Yeah. Um, just... Even like looking at like their like intro themes, it was just like the exposition of what the show was about. <laughs> it, it was just really funny. It's like, how yeah. has no one put this together yet? <laughs> it's like, what's going on? Yeah. But so Rufio, he's like, Tinkerbell's like, it's Peter Pan. He's Peter Pan, guys. Peter's back. And and then Rufio is like, no. And he holds up his. He's like, I'm the Pan now. And he holds up a sword. I'm like what like I, so i that's when i'm like wait is pan because i i never really because i think we all just was like oh his name's peter pam it's his last name like i don't know whether he made it up or that's just you know whatever i never gave it that much thought i don't remember if it says anything about it in the book but is what is pan in this supposed to be a title 
Like you're uh, the leader, you're the pan. It just didn't. It made no sense. And I, I'm like, I, 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 no, I think it was like his name, and then they just kind of made it a title. Um, okay. Uh, like like originally, in, like, like originally in Star Wars, um, Darth Vader, his first name was just Darth. And then yes, and then, in the original, and, and yeah. then George Lucas changed that. It's like, oh no, that's his title. It's like, okay, wait, way to go back on that. Um, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like a big deal. No, it's no. not like it. It was it was one line of dialogue where someone calls him Darth, but also Darth is a weird name. I mean, so is so is Greedo and Jabba, but you don't see everyone blanking yeah. about that. Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe that's like a that Greedo and Jabba, Jabba's like John in uh, Tatooine. I don't know. But anyway, in in, in, uh, in Huttish, yeah. Yes, yes. Um, but uh, yeah. So there's yeah. There's this whole scene. There, basically, there's this one part that I really liked where. What was it? So Rufio was saying, like, if you, like, don't think he's Pan or whatever, if you side with him or side with me, and yeah. one kid stands with Pan, and then he, like, touches his face, and then he finds his smile, and he's like, oh, there it, there you are. Like, yeah. I thought that, and they picked the cutest kid to do that. Yeah. I, I also noticed that, like, the, the kid that is, like, doing this is, like, wearing, like, in, in my opinion, is, like, wearing, like, the noticeably, like, oldest, like, style of clothing there. It's like, oh, is he supposed to be, like their elder because he's been there for so long like it, they make it seem like like oh he he's like physically like the oh. youngest one there but it looks like he's like the the oldest one dressed there so it's like oh has he been there the longest to the point where it's like he's like the the, the wisest one among them so that like he would recognize pan more than the others who've probably never seen him before interesting especially because so so yeah, the original Lost Boys with Peter were slightly Toodles. Uh, there were the twins and Nibs. I'm wondering if I'm missing one. Um, I think uh, I might be missing one. I have no idea. Yeah, this is this is uncharted anyway, territory for me. <laughs> any anyway, um, and they 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 all go home with uh, you know, went and they all get adopted, and then Peter goes back. So I guess he gets new lost boys over time but that's probably after even after he left and the thing is before he finally decided to actually grow up there's like at least a maybe 60 year period so i'm guessing at at least because wendy is old and she is moira's grandmother by the time he finally decides to stay and so yeah lost boys probably he probably had a group of lost boys before he left and then it just kept growing but um that was the thing was i at first glance i'm like i'm not down with there being a skateboard ramp i'm not really down with there being so many lost boys like but then i'm like the whole idea is that but but then i'm like they're they're building off of stuff that we know and i'm like okay this is just kind of another way to look at it i was trying to i was trying to go in with that perception but also the whole thing is that it's Neverland and things are, aren't things, are things supposed to change? I would think they shouldn't change because yeah. time stands still. Yeah. Um, that it was, I don't know. I, I, but anyway, there were, I liked when basically a couple of them were like agreeing to help him get in shape. And I liked, I liked, I liked those ones. Cause it was a nice small group to focus on because yeah. there are so many lost boys. Yeah. Th- and, there, there, yeah uh, there's like yeah. 50 or 60 of them just kind of, swarming all over this place kind of not really doing anything 
And uh, and I, I realize later we never come across. Uh, Tinkerbell mentions them in the beginning. We never come across the native people. Like I don't, I don't, I don't. Am I allowed? Oh yeah, or the Indians, but the native, the native Neverlands. Um, they they never come up, which and I was wondering. I'm I, like, I, I felt like they they like Steven Spielberg and like the rest of like the production staff wanted to completely like ignore that part considering uh how they were portrayed uh in the disney version in which i want to say came out like the 50s uh that was like 50 i think 53 53 or 50 yeah 53 it's like i always mix it up for either 53 or 58 i think it was 53 i'm pretty yeah yeah, i'm like 90 percent sure it's 53 but yeah it it, 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 i felt like they just kind of wanted to focus on the struggle with like the lost boys and the pirates rather than just introducing yeah. a, another like third element that for the most part, I, I feel like they wouldn't really have like been that much of a contri- uh, contribution to like his cause of like trying to but remember who he was. Had, they could have had like a, like a scene of, first of all, they, yeah, they, uh, they're, they're deemed, they're definitely drawn and deemed it's, 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 it's racist for, yeah. uh, for sure. Uh, it's, it's weird though, because the song that they sing the song is basically why are they why are they why is their skin red that is what they're singing about and they're saying it's red because they're blushing so it's like it's still racist it's trying to make something that's racist make it cute it doesn't really make it less racist yeah it's it's weird um it it, it has not uh, aged well at all is what we're saying no um but i do i will say minus that i do love that version and i do love that whole there's the thing was there's that famous scene where he saves Tiger Lily. And so they could have had like, there is a scene maybe where he interacts with the native people and he trying to convince them to help him. And of course they're like, oh yes, because we're indebted to you because you save like the chief, like you save my daughter, Tiger Lily. I'll, I'd be glad, we'd I, be glad to help you save your kids. I, like they could have, it they- wasn't that relevant, but. Uh, I just feel like if they, I, don't did, know. I just feel like if they did that, that that would have just like opened up a can of worms of another potential love interest that would have served no purpose in this movie whatsoever of like him and Tiger Lily because there was already well, like I, I him would... and Tinkerbell and like he's already with his wife. It, it just I felt like it would have co- like caused more well, problems than it would have helped solve later on. I, I get that, but the thing was the the Tinkerbell thing was so unnecessary. Yeah. It wasn't like it was a big plot point. It just came out of nowhere and there was no reason for it. And it was very unsettling and I hated it. And <laughs> I was so mad. I can't tell you. I was so mad. I was like, what the fuck? While I was watching it. Um, but anyway, I mean, yeah, they, again, they weren't necessarily, they weren't like, it wasn't, it was just an element of Peter Pan that's in the original book. And so I thought it would have been fun if they were there, but no, it wasn't. There wasn't a dire need for it. Um, but anyway, uh, but she did mention them and then they never came up again. That was, that was why. And so, um, but anyway, yeah, there's this whole training sequence and they're, he's, they're trying to get him to fly and he just can't, he, they just keep saying, just think of a happy thought. That's it. And it's like, dude, really? You got no happy thoughts? Yeah. Really? And there's a scene later where, he Tinkerbell says, "Is it, I think this. I think it's Tinkerbell." She says, "No wonder you don't have a lot of happy thoughts because you've had like your life so many, sucked or something." Yeah, yeah. yeah there's like, so many sad memories. 
Not what in like I like how his kids are his happy thoughts. His wife isn't even a happy thought. Like he, like there has to be something else. And he um but uh what really kind of he's in this training scene. They then what was the reason they went to the Pirates Cove and there's the baseball game. Actually, wait, before this, so yeah, Hook is yeah, we talked about like Hook is trying to win over Jack and like make him his son and make him turn against his dad. Yeah. And there's this scene where there's like all these broken clocks. And yeah, yeah, because because he absolutely hates clocks because that's what the the crocodile TikTok like the sound it would make would be TikTok. So he hates clocks. So he would take Jack and he just smashed up this store that had nothing but clocks in it. I don't know why he would even have that. Um. <laughs> See, they were all broken, and I liked the imagery. I just thought. There, there was this, uh, I read this on Pinterest, uh, there, or Pinterest, there was this, um, this, this thing someone said saying, like, of course, you know, Hook would hate Peter Pan for who, it was like, uh, a kid for, t- with time stands still, so you, so of course his villain fears the ticking clock, and I'm like, oh, okay, but I am like, I thought maybe that's what they were playing, it just seemed very, like, I like again, like I like the imagery of all these broken clocks, but it was just because he didn't like the sound of them, which makes sense. It just I felt like it was they were trying to make that it was made too big of a they were making too big a deal out of it. And oh, we didn't know no for that when they first arrive in Neverland, the crocodile is made into a into clock. a clock tower, yeah. It's like, and, wait, you hate clocks so much, but you turned the one thing that reminds you of clocks into a into clock. Into a clock. But that also, makes no sense, even though it looks awesome. But also, the um, they arrive, you see it very briefly, and then it doesn't come up. It doesn't get mentioned. It doesn't get mentioned again until later. I'm like, oh, that's that crocodile? I didn't even think about it. I just thought it was like... Because it, it, it was just in the background. It didn't even occur to me. I just thought it was a clock that looked like a crocodile. I didn't realize that that's supposed to be the actual crocodile until it got mentioned. And I'm like, Oh, okay. That's cool. But that's weird. Like, sure. Sure. But, um, there's a scene. Yeah. The scene where they're playing baseball and, uh, hook meant sense to him. Like, so what is this baseball? Explain it again. And because the kid (laughs) loves baseball so much that he even to his sister's play brings a mitt and ball, which I thought, was weird like why but anyway um it's i forgot like, to mention I, that before yeah <laughs> um, it's like eh, but, whatever but um he mentions it and then i just thought he's trying to bond with him and then the next scene they're playing baseball and i thought there should have been a bigger like like hey why don't we have a game or do do something I don't know. It just was like, there wasn't any indication there was going to be a game and then there just was. And the game was kind of funny because the pirates are all cheering and like one, like he, he doesn't, he tries to steal seconds. So somebody shoots him. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> it's like, what? And it's like, it's like, and Jack's just like, he is completely unfazed by the fact that one of the players on his team has just been murdered in the middle of this game for playing the game correctly he does not bat an eye and does not even flinch by the fact that that there has been a active murder in front of him and that all these men are armed to the teeth with swords and flintlock pistols and at any moment they could that he could be next he's he seems 
so casually fine by the fact that like everyone there is essentially like a murderous alcoholic. He's pretty much on edge up until the clock scene. Yeah. Where uh, he doesn't, because he, I think by that point, he kind of sort of trusts Hook and he doesn't, he's, he's very, he's just so done with his dad and his broken promises. And, uh, but anyway, Peter and the Lost Boys, I don't remember why. Oh, it was to steal uh, uh, Hook's hook. And yeah, they for see the game. Reasons. Yeah, yeah. Why? I don't like for yeah for plot purposes. It never really it, came up. Uh, for like a sick prank, bro. Um, it's like, oh, this so, is gonna be the best yeah. prank ever. We're gonna steal Hook's hook. <laughs> he probably doesn't have any backups for this. <laughs> so, um, Hook, yeah, and he's watching his son play, and then he he kind of gets brokenhearted when he sees that he's really, uh, you know starting to t- take to hook and prefer hook and oh so before this before uh because maggie gets like taken away because she is just resistant like you said before and she yeah. says to jack run home jack run home and then uh later when they're in the game instead of saying home run the pirates are mixed up and said run home yeah and then he sees this and then i don't know what this was supposed to strike in him Ah, strike. But um, he hits the ball. Okay, I quit. No. <laughs> he, he hits the ball. Um, it goes up insanely high, and I guess it's considered a gate home run. The game's over, and I thought it was gonna fly home. Like I thought it was gonna like go through the nursery window. <laughs> like it's it would hit home because that that didn't it didn't really. And like he's like run home. It's like okay, what is that? I don't I don't know. And. Yeah, and then, it, it, it was it was just a thing that like went nowhere. It's like remember about your life, and it's like okay, oh wow, I won. All right, forget my life. And then uh, this is when Peter he just he he runs away. He's so upset, and this is when uh, he yeah finds the like oh wait he arrives at the Lost Boys hideout. The ball comes down and hits him in the head, and then he suddenly looks in the water and sees his like younger child self reflection, yeah. and I'm like really a hit in the head like from a base like i just thought that was stupid it could have been something Any else number of or, things and i was like no amnesia nothing. i was like or no nothing. amnesia it's, yeah and uh yeah. this one he finds i did like that scene a lot he finds the um the tree he finds like the old hideout oh yeah. so maybe that was oh okay that was the original hideout and then it just expanded and yeah. they're on, carved on it is Wendy, Michael, John, Slightly, Toodles. Oh, Curly. That was the other one. Curly, Nibs, and the Twins. And uh, I like that they were paying homage to the original, but I really would have loved a flashback there of the originals um, because there wasn't really, it didn't really, they paid homage a little like, I like the scene, but again, it just, it came around to nowhere. Not to count out of nowhere. It just, there was no recollection. There was no, there or was no substance. There was no substance to it. Like yes. I'm w- watching us as like an outside viewer who has really no major outside information, and like that scene did not have like really any impact of like, hey, John, Michael, Wendy, and some other people. And then uh, this is when so Tinkerbell is inside. She's wearing this like think of like Glinda Cinderella. dress. Yeah, Cinderella. It's, it's, it was a, like it's that, a Cinderella like, dress, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And he's like, why are you in a dress? And she's like, it's a homecoming present. And it's like, okay, it's a homecoming party. And he then kind of starts to remember everything. And then he explains that he would always visit, go back to visit Wendy. And we kept seeing Wendy age. And the first time, oh no, so this is what made no sense to me. So he shows up, his sh- he has the fight with his shadow and he starts to cry because he can't reconnect with his shadow. And then Wendy pops out of bed going like, boy, why are you crying? You know, the whole oh, yeah. line. And, and, and it's and Gwyneth it's, Paltrow. And, yeah, Gwyneth and Paltrow. And I looked it up. She was, and I'm like, how old is she supposed to be? She's like 19 when she did this. And and then later it said it was supposed to be teenage Wendy. I'm like, Wendy's supposed to be like 12. It's supposed to be like 13, 12, 13. Peter's supposed to also be like 12 or 13. I mean, to be and fair, s- she looks like she's like 14 in that scene. I mean, yes, she did look young. I just didn't like this. I'm like, wait, is this supposed to be the first time they met? I would have just loved a little a flashback I mean, of that. The, they, but then ma- just, they made it seem very clear like that was the first time they met because they had no idea who the other person was. That's what I was... That's what I thought, and I was just getting... I think I just got thrown because it was Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> you were focusing she, knew, on that. <laughs> I knew, because... I No, I knew that, like, this is a couple years before she won her Oscar, where she was in her, like, mid-20s. Like, so I was just confused because I knew she wasn't, like, 12. So that's just what threw me. Yeah. But then, like, you keep seeing he goes back, and Wendy keeps getting older. And then he gets really surprised when Wendy's, like, you know, a grandma now. Yeah, and it's, I'm it's, like, it's Maggie Smith now. <laughs> and I'm just like, I, that's what I never, that's what I didn't understand. I'm like, so I, I don't know. But anyway, this is when he sees Moira asleep and she's, and he's like, uh, and she's like, no, I don't want you to take her. I don't want her to have to deal with that heartbreak. And she, cause she had mentioned earlier, like, cause I, I think most of the girls, they all had crushes on Peter Pan and he, he kind of just doesn't really understand it enough. It's like, what is love? Do anything with it? Well, yeah, well, there is the whole, like, what is a kiss? Like, he doesn't understand what... That actually is a big a thing in the... He doesn't know, really know what love is. He doesn't understand. Um, and there's this, like, sequence. There's a scene in the uh, the 2003 version. It's It might be in the book where uh, she, wa- she wants to grow up because, like, Wendy wants to grow up and he doesn't. He's like, what is there? Like, what else is there other than this? That's what he doesn't understand. He doesn't understand love and... He then sees Moira, and then he just decides, to, he says, I want to give her a kiss, a real kiss. And then yeah. I'm like, what? Just this one look, and that's all it takes? And yeah. he, it's not even that he stayed, I just think it would have been, it didn't, I didn't believe it, that. Like if, It, 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 it kind of came out of nowhere, and it's like, wait, you knew what it was this whole time? It's like, oh, you, you sly dog. <laughs> I just, yeah, I just didn't buy that at all. I'm like... If he, if he, like, showed up and then, like, watched her a little bit and then decided to stay, okay, but just that one glance. And then he says to Tinkerbell, I think the reason I stayed was because I wanted to be a father. And then it cuts to Moira that just having had Jack. And that's his happy thought, and that's when he's able to fly. And as he's flying, you notice in a blur, and then you notice it when you see the full version of him uh, flying, his clothes change to, I guess, his original like Peter Pan attire and yeah. I like the costume but why did his clothes change like wouldn't it have made I, I don't know I would have made more sense to me if he was dressed this way from the beginning or like you know he arrives he needs new clothes and so he has to give him these and then 
as opposed to him having a whole other wardrobe that didn't really, you know, the fact that they're going to just disappear anyway. And he's flying around and, and then this is little, then shortly after, yeah, he has no recollection of his kids or why he came. And he said, I'm here to have fun. I'm here because Tinkerbell's crying because she knows he's going to leave. And this is when she grows full size. And I'm like, okay. And then kisses him. Yeah. I was like, where did that come from? I, I I'm not was not okay with it. I was not okay with that at all. And then honestly, he's like, there were so no. many like random like there, there was so much random shit with Tinkerbell. Was like that came completely out of nowhere. Just like okay, fine, let's just move on. <laughs> yeah, just just yeah, it, uh, yeah. I guess I think I said this in the beginning. There were a lot of scenes. There were a lot of like unnecessary elements, and there were a lot a lack of certain things. And so he then decides to go and save his kids and. There's this whole fight scene, and I will say I did like because he kind of just finally was like, "Yes, this is Peter Pan," and because because before when he as soon as he is able to fly and he immediately forgets why he's there, and uh, he then I, I don't know I like his version his character version of Peter Pan as he's fighting because it's childish, but there's yeah. also he knows, yes, I'm saving my kids. Like, yeah, yeah, and, with the, yeah, the, yeah, the final fight is, like, the most PG fight, like, sword fight I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. like, like, the Lost Boys are just showing up, they're just, like, they have, like, the, the, the one fat kid being used as, like, a projectile <laughs> to, like, run them all over. It's like, alright, comedy. He, it's like, fat jokes. He, and they're all shooting, like, to, food coloring yeah. at them, and it's, like, apparently, like, they're just, that like, that's apparently acid to pirates, because they're just, like, recoiling in so much pain because it's like it got in their eyes like uh, all right just wipe that off you're good to go you have a gun and a sword these guys have food coloring i think you guys can take it and yet i know no these kids these kids are just able to just just they're 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 home aloneing like they're home alone massacring these these pirates with just homemade like super soakers made out of bamboo but the yeah and the uh uh the the fat kid, so his name is Thudbutt, and he's okay. And he's one of the, uh, kid, he's one of the Lost Boys that's, uh, like, was was helpful from the beginning with Peter. And, um, he, he yeah, he's, like, I guess, lo- leaning over, grabbing his legs, and then just rolling. And, like, yeah. like, he, like, he just he turns into, like, a full-blown punch. cannibal. Yeah. Wait, and And cannibal? also, like, a cannonball. He's literally okay, just like rolling around like, like a bowling ball and just like knocking everyone can- over. <laughs> okay, a cannonball, not a cannibal. Um, yeah, a cannibal. Because um, he's eating uh, them because he's the fat one. Get it? All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was that was his trait. I'm I'm the fat one. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. Although at the very end, like he like P- Pan gives him the sword and like puts him in charge. Because spoiler alert, Hook kills Rufio in like. A kind of a surprisingly dark scene for a very, very innocent and PG fight scene. He's like literally like the only one who dies. Like every pirate, yeah. like, like like a couple of the pirates like get stabbed, but it's like okay, these look like very non-fatal injuries, and like the other pirates are just getting like punched and kicked, and they all have glass jaws and just fall over in like like one hit. But like he's the only one who legitimately gets killed. This it's is like, the second movie I've seen where it. I thought there was like this unofficial rule. Maybe it's because he's clearly not like a five year old. He's like 
yeah, like 13, 14. But there's this unofficial rule in movies that you don't show kids getting killed. And I guess maybe he was considered old enough that they got away with it. Yeah. I think the only other movie that I've seen that happen in was It. Like, um, which, and I thought the reason they got away with that was because it's not actually Georgie. It was like a fake version. I thought that's how they got away with that. But um, no, anyway. like you actually in like the first like uh, or part one of Stranger or Stranger Things. Um, <laughs> I mean, in, 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 yeah, in in the fir- uh, it chapter one, like you you see him like get his arm ripped off and dragged down a sewer like that. Yeah, that, that's but like hardcore he, he, like child murder right there. Yeah, yeah, but it's because you're seeing the technically you're seeing the build up to it, not the. I mean, that was yikes. Um, anyway, yeah. I, I don't know. It, that's kind of an un, anyway. That's an unofficial rule that I heard. I don't. I'm wondering now if that's how accurate that is. But anyway, I uh, I, I personally can't think of a, a personal example, but I'm sure if you give me enough time, I could find several. Okay, I don't know. I just I for some reason thought that was a rule. Anyway, see so yeah, how Rufio dies. It's pretty, uh, yeah, it's kind of sad because I, I, I wasn't a big fan of him. He was kind of a little asshole for most of the movie. Yeah, he was a dick side. for like, yeah, he was like a dick for like most of this movie because he what, wasn't in charge anymore. What I really hated was it wasn't even that he was a dick, but he had this like smug look of like, you know, when like someone's annoying you and they're having f- and they're enjoying annoying you and they're like smirking yeah. about it of like god that's like i get I, I hate that so much and that's what he was doing through most of the movie and uh-huh. then yeah it was actually kind of sad and this was when so jack's dressed up as captain hook like a mini like a mini captain hook and then and captain hooks it's like this is my son now and uh this is kind of when he finally snaps out of it and join forces with his dad but before i think just before this there was a really cute part where uh peter saves maggie and maggie realizes my dad is the real peter pan like it's so adorable and innocent and yeah uh, it's like my dad santa is like oh like magic's real and i'm related to it yeah and uh so then the the fight just because you know it's pan versus hook and there's a i'm like he uh i don't know it, it kind of it was like it was like a fake like oh you think it's done you think you think he's gonna just like let, i'm like what the hell is this i was getting so i don't know sorry it's been a couple days since i watched it because i thought we yeah were gonna no record it, earlier it, it yeah no it, it it what then plays out is a very drawn out sword fight between captain hook and peter pan and it, it's really yeah. long and it like they they like fight from like the span of like the like the from his ship all the way to the the clock tower of like tiktok the the crocodile or is it a crocodile or alligator it's crocodile crocodile um yeah it, it's them just kind of like sword fighting and like backstepping all the way there and they're, they're not doing anything fancy it's just attack block attack block it, it's just them kind of just doing side mm-hmm. by side like they're not doing like any like fancy like footwork or like there, there's no 
real it's like, very basic yeah, it, yeah it's extremely like basic like this is just like a fencing like 101 class like <laughs> this is just like their their actual like uh fight coordinator was like out sick that day when they were doing this like uh just make it up it's like uh all right clink 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 well clink. i mean when you really think about it uh i mean you know who knows hook probably learned just by being a pirate and growing up peter probably learned out of like self-defense and like so it's it's kind of you know it's it's not as much of it's not as like tactful as uh like princess bride for example because the whole object is just to keep yourself alive as opposed to yeah, I, looking so i i get yeah but I, no I, it was I, uh, I, I mean i understand that but i mean usually yeah. like there's like something else when they're fighting like like they're they're like even when like one of them's attacking, like they're leaving themselves wide open for them to block and then counterattack. There's no counterattack. It's just <laughs> yeah. attack and block. There's no like parrying or like thinking three steps ahead to like fight your opponent. It's just attack and block. There's block, no counterattack. There's, there, there's, it's there's, like the first there's nothing day, else. It's like the first day of uh, stage fight, of uh, stage fight choreography. Yeah. Uh, th- in this, drama this, class. This, yeah, this looked like the practice take. And then it's like, you know, we don't have enough time. Let's just run with this. It's like, all right. And then uh, he ends up losing the the wig comes off. And there's this kind of, you think that it's going to be over. It's going to be the end. And then, uh, I don't know. I was like, what? I, it, it just seemed very, are you kidding me? This is how it ends. But no, it ends with... Uh, the alligator. I thought the alligator. I was getting so confused. It seemed like the alligator was coming back to life, but no. The alligator falls on top of Hook, and 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 eats him. Disip- and so I was like, "Is the alligator? Is the crocodile? I mean, is the crocodile alive? Like, is the cro- like it? It was not. It, it, even it, it was. It disip- was for one brief instance of revenge, and I think that was it. And I was like, okay. And then, so then, uh. Peter sends his kids home and says, I'll be right behind you. And then he has like a farewell to the Lost Boys and makes Thud Butt the fat Lost Boy. Like he's the new like pan now. But I didn't, I didn't like that he sent his kids ahead of him. I was thinking about this. I, I felt like the whole, the kids are the emotional tie are the, are the whole point of why he's here and all that. He didn't come back for the Lost Boys. He came back for his kids. So I kind of yeah. thought the kids should have still been there while he gives all this up because he'd rather be with his kids. I just thought that that was uh, an emotional scene that they just kind of, it, it could have been better um, or they could have done it. Yeah. And so they all fly home and yeah, the kids just fly into the nursery and climb into bed. And Peter, yeah, wait, he's like said before, wakes up outside. And he's in his like tux still. Normal, and I'm like, yeah, I don't, his- where, when, how did this happen? And then uh, I guess Tinkerbell shows up very briefly. So, you know, and then disappears. And it's like, okay. And then uh, that's, oh, so before all this, somebody, one of the lost, way before this, the lost, one of the lost boys gives Peter toodles marbles and apparently they're toodles happy thoughts and so everything's great and then toodles opens the marbles and he starts to fly and he flies and 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 everyone's watching this and no one's batting an eye that's like huh it's a crazy senile old man flying throughout the streets of london 
shouldn't Mora be like, wait, what? So like, all this is real? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, Everyone just like, oh, happy ending, smile and laugh, freeze frame. But I did, like, I, what? I did really like. Um, so the very beginning, when when Wendy says like, "Hello, Peter," and Peter's like. Hi, hi, Granny Wendy. And then this time when she says hello, Peter, because she sees he's back and he's like, hello, Wendy lady. Like it was a very sweet little, she knows, yes, he's found his true self. Because I did like that. There was that scene before he, before Tinkerbell comes of her like, my God, you are so far gone. Like, like you, you're Peter Pan. You're, you got to go to Neverland, get your kids. And he's like, ah, you're old and crazy. And then, you know, so I, I really like, I like the ending a lot. I like the beginning a lot, and I like the ending a lot. The middle, there was just a lot of weird it, things. It, it it dragged on. The pacing was just really, it was really slow long. at times. I do still really enjoy this movie. It, it oh, does yeah. still hold a, a soft spot for me, especially since like I grew up with it. But yeah, there, there are moments in this movie where it's just, huh, I, I feel like they could have done something a bit differently. And I can understand why um, Steven Spielberg, like this isn't his favorite movie even though he he made it and he doesn't even like it um he actually um so yeah at the time he was not thrilled with it he didn't really like it but he has since said that he actually glad he did it because it that's what made him that's how he became friends with robin williams and apparently he when rob williams died he rewatched it and couldn't finish it because he was crying too much it's like that's that's heartbreaking um um uh, yeah, and I will say, uh, yeah, overall, I mean, I did enjoy it. I, you know, obviously there were questionable character elements and decisions that I was not, I thought were wrong and should, or, or just not, you know, as fully as complete, fleshed out. Fully, yes, fully fleshed out. Um, but it wasn't like, I, you're not bored. Like, it is an entertaining movie, and I understand why so many people love it. I don't, yeah, like I said, I don't really have a good reason why it didn't watch this movie as a kid i just we didn't own it we didn't watch it i don't know what to tell you um but yeah i definitely think it's it's a nice little i can i can totally see this being if you've grown up with this this being such a nostalgic like oh my god i remember that scene i remember uh you and our friend aaron having a conversation about the baseball scene yeah no i i I just (laughs) it, it just the baseball scene was just so it felt like such an out of place scene. Uh, yeah, it could have been introduced baseball. better. It could have no, been introduced better. No, it, it's, it's that not, was my it, issue. It, it, it's not the fact that it wasn't introduced. It just it came completely out of nowhere, and I thought it was the funniest yeah. scene because of all these pirates who don't know how to play baseball are are playing it, and like the, you see, the catcher is like signaling to to Smee, who's the pitcher, is like it's like. This, these guys have never played this game, but they have t- they had time to develop signals between the catcher and the uh, pitcher of like to throw like fastballs and curveballs. Like, how do they even know what those are? Not even just that. Like, they I don't know. I thought it would have been funnier if there was more of like, oh, he's stealing second, and then he like like someone actually picks up the pl- uh, the base. Like, I felt like it could have been even it could have been funnier. Like it yeah. could have been a scene where because there there's a couple there was a couple of scenes where it's very it's like the pirates are also just kind of immature and it could have been another it could have been it could look like it could have been even funnier. 
I mean, it was still yeah. pretty funny. I was just like, yeah. he's stealing second. And, and the pirates just get shot. It's just like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's hilarious. Uh, or they were like doing but, yeah. cheers and stuff. Like, yeah, like it was, it was entertaining. Um, yeah, I, yeah. Was, uh, I was glad when this went on Netflix. I'm like, we got to do this so I can get this off my, off my, off my list. <laughs> Oh my, another movie off your list. Yeah. Now there's only a hundred something, something. 18 or 19 or something. Yeah. Uh, oh, right. We're under 120 folks. Yeah. I gotta go through. I actually want to like send you pictures of my list and be like, cause I feel like I have stuff that's just, oh yeah, I want to watch that. But it's I, not I, like, I, it's I, not I remember... stuff that's like ever, no one judges me for having not seen it. I mean, so I'm like, I, I do. I do remember you reading like some of the uh, the titles on your list, and I do remember judging you quite harshly. Uh, no, on no, some there of are them. plenty, but there are some like there's a show I kind of want to watch, but I haven't because it's it's heavy, and I'm not really in the mood to do it. Like like that, I'm like, should that be on like a different list, not on my main? I need to watch this, watch these movies list. Like I don't know. Uh, I I know, I know. I don't even. There's certain movies I don't even tell people. Like, because I don't, I don't want to hear it. I'm like, I know. Just <laughs> all right. So, any last, uh, last anything's about Hook or um, want to say? I give this movie um three and a half hooks out of five. I I knew you were gonna say hooks. <laughs> like it's gonna be hooks. Okay, <laughs> okay fine. Three and a half bangerangs out of five. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. We didn't say that. They say bangerang all the time, which I bang-a-rang! guess means like I. It means like I don't know chaos or let's do whatever. It's kind of like their battle cry, which I'm like, yeah, okay, okay, um, <laughs> yeah. I give it like, yeah. In terms of like in enjoyment, I give it like maybe a two and a half, three. I, I give it like a in terms of in enjoyment, I'll give it a, I'll give it like a three out of five hooks. But in terms of like actual quality in the movie, I gotta give it like a two like there were there were two problems i thought um yeah fair enough all right well on that note i'm kevin tracy and i'm samantha tomlinson and thank you for listening to movie reel bye bye